Leadership Matters, currently America is losing the showdown with China, Russia, North Korea and Iran, the rules, those with the gold, minerals, population, tyrannical leaders, supply lines, will rule. Who is leading using this criteria for a global threat of World War III? Is it Putin and Xi Jinping or Biden? With oligarchies and politburos in Iran, Venezuela, North Korea, Turkey, where 70% of the population is communist-controlled. Russia, on the offense based on this criterion in Ukraine, Mid-East, and Europe. Leader Valdemar Putin. China, on the offense using supply lines, low overhead, a growing GDP. Leader Xi Jinping, America, on the defense and losing its strength on all of the criteria with Biden, Harris, and a gridlock Congress leading from behind, how can we win if we have dissension in the ranks? Balance of power in the world, 1. Trade war, China winning, America losing, 2. Land war, Russia winning, America losing, 3. Political war, Russia and China on offense, America defense losing, 4. Ideology war, Russia and China on offense, America defense losing, America's current leadership is playing defense, reactionary and indecisive. President Biden, VP Harris Secretaries Blinken, Austin, Congressional Pelosi, Schumer, Warren, Sanders, AOC the squad all progressives, with 27 governors controlling a defense-minded America. The Republican minority party with Congress led by McConnell and McCarthy, with 23 governors, are losing the balance of power of a binary two-party system in the race to the ballot box. America's strength is using a strong offense. 1. Trade. Shift supply lines now and build on our GDP, capital, stock market, work ethic, and patriotism. 2. Land mass. Utilize energy resources that support our economy and return to energy independence restoring natural resources. 3. Political. Using a third party to break gridlock for winning the trade and political war. 4. Ideology. Using humanism and peaceful coexistence as the game plan, American Enterprise Party objectives are offense-driven. We need to elect congressional leaders that have attributes that are offense not defense and objectives. Defense is focusing on the wrong game plan, loss of energy independence for a false positive as the Green New Deal, leading from behind on problems, designating them as issues, needing task forces while the competition takes away our strengths. For example, Ukraine and Russia the world's number one problem, Biden administration weak and indecisive, 1. Afghanistan being reactionary and indecisive destroyed our reputation in a highly competitive world, and emboldened Putin and Xi Jinping, 2. Ukraine reactionary and indecisive further destroys our leadership in world affairs, need to hold NATO, EU and UN accountable for peaceful coexistence. Activating membership to defend Ukraine and other European countries against tyranny, 3. Energy policy based on quack theories regarding climate and global warming, 4. Acquiescing to Russia and China aggression due to conflicts of interest in our leadership and dominance of big box and big media and politics, 5. If the swing vote by Senator Manchin is lost to the Democrats, a uni-party control device is the two-party system destroying America's ability to win the war on America's preeminence in trade, monetary policy and political ideology, American Enterprise Party the swing vote in Congress, 1 breaks ties and moves all legislation towards middle American majority, 2. Forces the extreme progressive influences to work on solving energy and supply lines, 3. Enables American ideology to be based on peaceful coexistence and humanism, 
4. Be offense-minded in foreign affairs and fiscal accountability for spending and downsizing government and upsizing enterprise for winning the balance of power in the world. Solution, to losing America's preeminence in the world of trade, peace and prosperity. Enable a three-party system of political influence to break the gridlock of a uni-party Congress and legislative bodies throughout America. The American Enterprise Party based on Jerry Rhodes' trilogy is the platform and principles of free enterprise and enterprising Americans being represented in the voting booth, breaking ties and making the filibuster bipartisan. Volume 1, The Swing Vote to Reign in Big Brother and the Brotherhood, represents reasons why this will move America away from extremes taking over the power wanting to control the media, presidency, Congress, business, social standards, and the flow of resources, monetary and natural using unsupported science with no common-sense solutions. Volume 2, the American Enterprise Party Manifesto represents the platform and reasons for a reorganization of America's financial reporting, using generally accepted accounting principles and the debt clock to hold leadership accountable for fiscal and physical well-being. Volume 3, American Work Ethic and Patriotism, How Do We Get It Back to the World War II Approach to Winning? using a learn-to-earn and a skill-to-build culture where enterprising workers get their equity and prosperity from the capitalists sharing on that basis. New Axis of Evil USSR, CCP and Iran Attacking Ukraine and NATO Where are leaders? What if NATO were to take Ukraine into membership immediately as a war pact? Then NATO, based on Article 5, must defend them, including American forces imposed against the Russia war crimes. Then NATO can demand a no-fly zone and cease fire or else, to make sure Putin leaves Ukraine or receive the wrath of NATO, UN and USA. This is the domino effect again. Russia's President Putin is testing and appeasing President Biden, who is waiting another month to impose further sanctions, invades the Ukraine via separatist states Tuesday, February 22, 2022 and now, the entire country. Ukraine is the first domino to fall in Putin's plan to reinstate the USSR land grab, then expand his presence in the rest of Europe. Reminiscent of Hitler's takeover of Europe, the Balkans, Scandinavia, the Netherlands, and was only stopped by a Russian winter. Putin, a la Hitler intentions and Biden's, a la Neville Chamberlain, appeasing sanctions, refusing to impose the swift banking rights and America's 16 million barrels of oil per month to freeze the Russian cash flow, had been delivered too late to stop Putin in his tracks. Biden is giving the situation one month because sanctions won't deter Putin. While President Biden, Neville Chamberlain, contemplates sanctions as the tanks and missile launchers take over Ukraine, a former USSR holding. Without any resistance by Biden, Putin, Adolf Hitler, has continued his reconstruction of the former Communist Party's property holdings. Along with Georgia, Crimea, Belarus, eastern Ukraine and now all of Ukraine he is testing the NATO waters for his next takeover moves for consolidating the Balkans into the new USSR, similar to Nazi Germany's move in 1938. Putin's intentions are, reminiscent of Hitler's ruse for fooling British Prime Minister Neville Chamberlain into signing the Munich Agreement, annexation of Sudetenland, as a peace treaty with Adolf Hitler and Benito Mussolini, fascist leader of Italy. Unbeknownst to Chamberlain, Hitler planned a Nazi invasion of Czechoslovakia, shortly thereafter, on their way to taking over Europe and making an air attack on London, England. President Biden thought he had outfoxed Putin with shallow threats of further sanctions according to him would not deter an invasion of Ukraine, so, Putin ignored threats and activated a full invasion of Ukraine. Even with the backing of NATO members, with vocal support and Germany, killing the Nord Stream 2 pipeline deal with Putin, 
he is on his way to becoming the USSR superpower, with CCP China and Iran's backing to bring communism to the continents of Europe, Asia, and Africa. The combined population of those continents is 7 billion people of which 1.3 billion live in deprivation, hunger, fear, and poverty. The biggest reason for the advances of communism around the world, is the socialist promises of equal shares in the new prosperity, that never arrives, that the masses are still controlled by the wealth of the few leaders, called the Politburo. In other words, 1984 will arrive as USSR, CCP Iran form, as Eurasia, as predicted by George Orwell's book of that name. About his homeland Russia and Germany. What role has Hunter Biden had in this Putin strategy? Wake up America! It's not a conspiracy theory that the Bidens and American businesses and stock market have holdings and income from both Russian and China to protect. Why else would President Biden throw a softball at Putin when a hardball like I'm proposing would stop him in his tracks? The collective forces of a 1 million military from the 30 members of NATO against 130,000 deployed by Putin moves the playing field to saving Europe from the axis of evil now. Otherwise we've opened the door to USSR reviving its objective of pushing democracy out of Europe and Asia. Our leadership has to be shored up or we will have World War III. Ironically, this situation is happening with the release of the Jerry Rhodes Trilogy, The American Enterprise Party, Volume 1, The Power of the Swing Vote, Volume 2, Drain the Swamp and Rain in the Woke Alligators, and Volume 3, Restore American Work Ethic and Patriotic Values, to Save America from the New Axis of Evil, the New USSR, CCP and Iran who are conspiring to take over Europe, Africa and Asia in trade and socialist values. In other words, Stalin and Mao and Khomeini are back again with visions of a Marxist world. Also he has a five-volume Wonders of the World poetry books that link all souls in the world to a common denominator, the mind and spirit connected metaphysically with our physical hearts and brains, eight billion souls seeking peace and prosperity in a one-world union against evil forces. Posted on www.jerryroadsauthor.com and www.americanenterprisepoliticalparty.org. Good morning, America. This is Jerry Rhodes coming to you from Chicago. I'm uh, concerned about what I'm viewing on uh, our TV, on our media, uh, in our Congress. Uh, with our military. I hope you are. This is unbelievable. My position I've expressed in my um, recording today, uh, but I, I feel I needed to express myself uh, personally. Since uh, these are my opinions, I need to be able to enunciate those. I, I uh, cannot believe that America is allowing this to happen. It's just contrary to all of our principles, values, and past history. We stand by, or stand down, basically, allowing um, Putin, Xi Jinping, um, Korea, North Korea, whoever represents the communist uh, theories of, of uh, society. And that's 70% of the world leaders are of that bent. And America, up until this point, has been the representative for uh, combating those warped and uh, uh, harmful, tyrannical approaches to government and governing. 
at this point, um, elections do make a difference. Elections matter, of course they do. And I think that's being demonstrated from day one when President Biden took over from the Trump administration. I'm not sitting here saying the Trump administration was totally right or that Biden is totally wrong. I'm just saying that uh, leadership matters. And the leadership in the, in, past, in the past when it comes to uh, fiscal affairs and being uh, based upon principles that make common sense and we measure our uh, leaders on that basis rather than stock, stock market score or um, a progressive philosophy that says we need to change everything, including the past, to fit uh, people's view of the future, none of which uh, is America. Uh, what, what is America? Uh, is it just a constitution with a bunch of, of uh, senators and, and House of Representatives deciding their interpretation of, of the Constitution and reinterpreting what the original founders established as being principles? That's been termed as woke, but it's really anti-American, if you really want to know the truth. Uh, and I'm not using that in the same terms as McCarthy. I'm just saying that when you look at results, something's wrong. Uh, you know, I'm a CPA, and, and my concerns start out with the financial and then evolve into what causes this hole we've dug and how do we get ourselves out of it. And so I've had taken this... <laughs> taken this challenge on by writing books and, a, and doing a podcast and blogs and um, anything I can think of to be able to communi communicate at least another uh, opinion and come up with some ideas on problems, so problem solving, not just calling everything an issue. That is my biggest problem with America is we've allowed the politicians to have us all talk in terms of issues, not in terms of problems and solutions. Okay, what's the problem here? Well, Putin has decided on the basis of his phone call with Putin, um, with Biden that uh, he can move forward on what his plan was that he enunciated in a manifesto uh, a year ago uh, with a rant of five hours, what he was going to do. And what has our lack of leadership done in response to that? Well, nothing. We're, we're reacting. We're not leading. You know, the leadership in this particular situation with Ukraine would have been to move to put them in a, as a member of NATO, and it would have cut by... Uh, Putin off uh, at the beginning. Now he's already there. And on the basis of how our leadership here is responding to that, 
he's going to be there forever. And then he's going to move on. You know, he wants back the territory that the USSR had uh, some 20 years ago. And we don't have Kissinger any longer or Reagan or any of the people that had some common sense when it comes to establishing uh, a, a good defense is a good offense because we're not stopping uh, uh, Putin with uh, threats. We're not even utilizing the, the threats that, that are available when it comes to energy because his main strength is his energy and the backing that he gets from China who will just replace America in terms of the use of energy and uh, back up Putin when it comes to attaining uh, power. And his power is represented by territory, the amount of land that he can control. Do you think he's really worried about America not buying his energy? when China is in the background saying they will, and when they're taking over a, a nation of 40 million who will then replace, uh, not only replace, but add to his G GDP, his plan is to build a GDP that comp competes with China and America. And as he pulls it away from um, Europe, he puts it in his column, his GDP goes up from 1 trillion to 3 trillion to 10 trillion to 15 trillion by taking over territory, taking over economies. And that's what China is doing. They're not just assuming control through America giving up supply lines. They're going into 20 other countries and, and negotiating trade agreements and uh, financing um, what they call China capitalism around the world. Here we are sitting on our laurels saying that it's not our problem. You know, we're not going to put boots on the ground anymore. We pulled them out of, out of Afghanistan and look what happened. And it was because we left them high and dry on air support. Bagram Air Airport closed, the, the government collapsed, which we blamed the, the military there for that, and that's happening, gonna happen in Ukraine because we didn't support Ukraine, nor does, as NATO, with air support. And with air, without air support, they can drag it out. They can hold out. Uh, and they're being destroyed uh, externally uh, because they don't have the ability to ward off air power. And uh, at this point, he, uh, so, uh, Zelensky is uh, begging for someone to do something to, to uh, prevent Putin from succeeding. And uh, so it's my feeling that uh, NATO, U the EU, the UN, the USA need to threaten back and say, you know, if you're going to use nuclear power, the first place it's going to go down will be Moscow. It won't be New York City. It will be Moscow. 
And will that be an all-out nuclear war? No. That'll end it. Because we're going to put the people that are causing it out of business. And that includes China. That includes North Korea. That includes um, Venezuela and Cuba and all the communist-run countries that are assuming that America is giving in to tyranny, tyranny. You know, best example is Afghanistan. This is an example. And uh, so our, our so-called allies are saying, well, it's really up to America's leadership to uh, you know, determine what NATO is going to do. Well, we're saying we're not going to do anything. We're only, only if uh, um, Putin goes into one of the 30 members, current members in, in NATO. Well, why don't we make all of the um, um, democratic run or monarchies around the world as members? Well, they are in the UN. So the UN should be given the power to move in on Ukraine with their power and stop Putin. You know, he, ironically, uh, China and Russia are running the Security Council in the UN. How can that happen? You know, it shouldn't happen. Matter of fact, the Security Council should be orchestrating, um, um, putting down this aggression on Ukraine. And so now, without leadership by USA, none of this is going to happen. Putin will go ahead and, and hold... Uh, he'll hold out until he has occupied Ukraine. And everybody says, oh, well, he's got a tiger by the tail. No, everyone, they're all Slavics. You know, it's like he's attacking his cousins and they really don't want to kill them, but they want the territory. And they're going to do it in spite of what uh, uh, Biden's shallow threats are. And he, he isn't... Uh, he isn't without uh, some conflict of interest here, he and his son. It, it plays a factor in this, regardless of who on the progressive side or the Democratic side, that's just a conspiracy theory. No, no, what we have here, folks, is uh, more than that. It's more than that with big business in America. We, you know, big business has all kinds of ties in China. And we're buying tons of, of oil from, from Russia. So, you know, there's a, a conflicts of interest all over the place. And uh, our pension plans have invested in Chinese companies. We have for like $400 billion in, invested in, in Chinese companies. The Chinese companies are really, in effect, owned by CCP Inc., a very low overhead company. Uh, so-called um, capitalist country. They even have the Chinese dream. They have every a, a social security system. They have a whole replay of the American dream, but they've turned it the China dream, Chinese dream. And the dream is there is that you have one uh, controlling party. You don't have two that say they're they're uh, 
they're competing and they're, they're not. They're gridlocked, so we have one party here, which makes us an oligarch just like Russia and uh, China. We thought we'd make China into us, and they're, make, they're making us into them. So how long is this going to perpetuate? Well, you know, it depends on um, um, the voting booth, I guess. The mid midterms, 2022, 2024. But in effect, that's not going to fix it with a two-party system. So I'm proposing a third party. You know, if you've read anything I've written or you've come into the podcast, it's obvious that I'm pushing for a swing vote third party, which is not a party that wants to control everything. We don't want to control anything except this ira- irrational decisions that have been made since World War II on our fiscal and financial uh, spending and uh, entitlements. And, I, and, and I'm here to say that Medicare is not an entitlement. Social Security is not an entitlement. Those are trust funds. The government has treated those as entitlements so they could steal well, not steal, they shifted cash out of those those uh, trust funds and replaced them with treasury bills. So if we can't liquidate our treasury bills, Medicare and Social Security has no cash. Uh, so they've been drained of cash. It's really fraudulent, but that's what's happened to fight wars and do regime tra- change and finance the Green New Deal and... Uh, all these pipe dreams by so-called progressives that have never run a business, never started a business. And so what I'm proposing is that the American Enterprise Party that does run businesses, start businesses, create ideas, create technology, create the stock market, all those things that government is not supposed to control, but they are to, to establish ground rules and boundaries and and even reinforcement, not enforcement, when it comes to uh, America being on the offense. And my whole podcast today is about we're playing defense. It's like the Bears. They, they don't win because they say they're, they're, they hit the ground running and they're a defensive team. Well, look around who wins the NFL and the Super Bowl. Well, it's the offensive-minded teams. And, of course, the Bears fired their – their so-called offense, which didn't work because it was run by incompetence, and now they're going to have, go back to the defensive-minded Bears, which haven't won a Super Bowl in 35, 36 years. And, and at that point, it was an offensive team run by offensive people. So, you know, I'm not saying that offense – I don't mean offense, I mean offense – I don't mean that that's the only thing that you play. You play both sides of the, of, of the ball. That's what we need to do in America. We need to play offense as well as defense. We have a secretary of defense. I don't know where he is. He hasn't said a word. Uh, we need a secretary of offense. And the State Department needs, needs, to be, needs to be the secretary of peaceful coexistence, not the State Department that says diplomacy comes before strength. Strength is in uh, uh, supporting peaceful coexistence. 
but it's, it takes a strong military to back that up. It takes a strong Congress to back that up. And it takes a Congress that can get to bipartisan solutions, not the Congress we have now, that we have basically a uniparty Congress and the Republicans right now, all they can think about is getting back the House and the Senate and the presidency. So they're in control. You know, Republicans are not above blame for this financial condition because there are no surpluses. There never been any surpluses. We don't record on a set of books the obligations. We work on a budgetary system of cash in, cash out. And when the cash isn't enough coming in on what we have committed to going out, we've print, either printed more money or printed treasury bills or borrowed from uh, our competition because of imbalance of trade. Anytime you have imbalance of trade, and we have a trillion dollars a year now in imbalance of trade, that means that we're borrowing from our from our co co competition because we're, we're selling them less than they're selling us. And when we don't have the money to pay them, we give them a treasury bill. So over the last 50, 60 years since World War II, with the amounts of trade growing the way it is, and it's, it's been that way since World War II, is we're buying more than we're selling. The supply lines were sent to overseas on the basis of people said, well, it's because the cost of labor in America is driving the, the manufacturing over to China where they have cheap labor. You know, they had children labor or whatever. We're accusing them of abuses of, uh, of their labor force. And in effect, uh, it's the cost of government that has sent business overseas. Do you think China has much of any cost of government? You know, they don't have labor unions. They don't have people. Well, when they, when, when, when they did protest, they ran over them with tanks and they disappeared into concentration camps. So they got a very low overhead uh, government called CCP Inc. And yes, they're they're moving towards higher standards of living. Uh, yeah, the Chinese there's 750 uh, 750 million Chinese workers that are going to be demanding a share in prosperity, and they've got 200 uh, some 250 or 350 million wanting to opt out of the Chinese Party, and so they have their problems, and. They're also uh, not implementing solutions other than they need to steal our technology. They need to, to start developing a one world marketplace for their products and their uh, form of government because it's their vision that a, a one world government would be uh, an oligarch. It would be their version of capitalism, which, like ours, is always going to fail with corruption coming in. Like in, in America right now, our culture, unfortunately, is uh, it's violent, it's vulgar, 
and there are excesses between the the ruling class and the class that's ruled. Um, the wealth of of the elite, uh, and we have a caste system. We have a three caste system of have, have nots, and have sums. Um, and, and we've had the the stock market represent the American dream. Well, the stock market is speculative. It's a derivative bubble, and it all works on the basis of of uh, media, um, some kind of non-monetary or non non-supported uh, value. When we had the gold standard you know, re uh, supporting our monetary system, that there was something behind our, our dollar. We don't have that anymore. And the dollar becomes less and less valuable as costs go up, government costs, costs of labor. Inflation is directly related to cost. You know, it's not an economic miracle when costs go up and prices go up and inflation is eating away at the value of the dollar and uh, our typical America's uh, resources. And taxation is the other thing that, that uh, uh, reduces our, our purchasing power. And the cost of goods are, are all impacted by the cost of government. And at this point, there's some 40% of the typical overhead of, of businesses that's directly related to over regulations too many regulations taxation 46 different taxes that we pay typical american uh, in our state government or in our federal government with the state governments thinking that you could do a, a lotto and everybody would you know they won't pay taxes but they'll certainly uh, gamble on lotto so just to sum this up before I run out of time, because I only have 30 minutes on the recording. Um, my purpose is strictly to get this third party going. I'm not going to be the, the president. You know, I'm of an age and don't have the financial backing, but I am the founder and CEO of the American Enterprise Party. And these three volumes uh, of my trilogy, The American Enterprise Party, volume one on why we need to do it, volume two on how we do it, and volume three on who's going to do it, lays out a plan. You know, Trump Trump did some really good things, some of his policies, but it was all him. He didn't lay out a game plan where the team all supported him and they were going after it. No, if he had had a humble bone in his body, to direct a plan and a team effort, uh, he'd still be there. And I don't want to be there. I, but I want a party that does represent that approach. And uh, so I'm out looking for, yeah, members for the party, but for a leadership. The leadership is the most important part of any party. It's not the party itself. It's not the money behind it. It's the leadership, and that's what the, I'm doing with this leadership podcast. Is leadership means everything, and if you you know it can be good, bad, or indifferent. And we've had 
any one of those over our history, over our 246 year history. And the typical country that is prosperous usually runs out of that leadership in 200 years and we're approaching that. And we're looking and smelling like Rome uh, all over again. And that's part of my um, premise in the book is that Washington is burning just like Rome burned because they, they dumped Trump. Uh, and I'm not saying he was, he hadn't even touched the drain, the swamp, which I have volume two proposing solutions on how you drain the swamp and kill the woke alligators that are eating everybody, buddy's uh, confidence in our history, eating it up by charging that we're racist. Well, that's, that's just, that's just the reverse side of racism. So I'm, um, this party is is supporting humanism. It's colorless enterprise. The American enterprise that is to be, is supported by the enterprising Americans is colorless because all colors contribute to that and are, have a vote. And that voting block is not going to run America. That's not my proposal. I'm proposing that there needs to be a third party that is a swing vote that we can pull all the extremes towards the middle and start making some common sense decisions and not have government running our businesses. Because right now, America is a monopsony. It is run just like China and Russia by an oligarch. The 100 senators, 435 representatives, Supreme Court and the president are 535 people oligarch that's running America because we don't have a two-party system. We don't have a competitive environment. It's all being run by money, money ticks. Money ticks blinds our Statue of Liberty. It blinds everything in society. And we have to have capital. We have to have profits. We have to have currency. All of that can work way better than it's working now because we have to go back to the values of the Constitution to be able to keep that within what the intent of our founders, which was way better than, than the perspective we have now, even though they own slaves and they shouldn't have done things. And, but in, in terms of values and principles and a construct that keeps us all honest, the Constitution is the best in the world. And uh, so, you know, yes, American Enterprise Party believes in the Constitution, believes in our history, believes in our flag, believes in prayer in schools, believes in privatizing education. So we have the input of the families and we privatize health care because each person needs to be responsible for their own health and, and paying for it. Uh, all kinds of things that will reduce the cost of government and assign the responsibility to where it should be so we can be more cost effective. So it's the red lines coming here on my podcast. So those are just some of the philosophical, but very important tenets, tenets of the American Enterprise Party. If you really want to know the whole thing, buy the trilogy. It's available in, in bookstores uh, and uh, online. Volume one, volume two, volume three of the American Enterprise Party. Thanks for listening. Keep on listening. My listening and uh, listening audience is increasing. I tend to get a little discouraged.
but but uh, 15 seconds, I'll say goodbye.